Once again, it's a very good afternoon, good evening. Sanbonani Dumela Namsheni Molweni Bonjour. Welcome to Umjolo and Sex Podcast episode number 13. Here speaking is your boy Mlugi Simbela, the most handsome 31 year old on this side of the equator. The man, even in the month of love, you can trust in your hour of need. I do not have the pleasure to do this show alone. I do it with the ever beautiful, the ever shining, the ever glowing. Too many adjectives, so little time to go through them. I do it with Oshumi, Oshumi. Hey. Hey, how are you? Um, I'm very good. I'm very in the mood this month. Despite the weather. Yes, it's it's February. It's the month of love. So I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I like. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. Are you good? I am fantastic. I am, I am extra, extra excited because you'll see why doing such podcasts has its perks has its privileges, you know what I mean. But I think I have an idea where this is going. <laughs> yeah, you go, you gonna hear about it very very soon. But one thing we definitely want to hear from you, you interacting with us, you being part and parcel of our social media movement. Do Nikomaninati later on in the show as we will be sharing as per usual our social media platforms. Oshobi, what do we have on the menu today? Today, seeing that it is the month of love, yes, and the month of love is. Associated with romance yeah. and a little tiki tiki pata pata on the side, jiggy, jiggy. Hey, we hey, are hey. going to be talking about the importance of foreplay. Not one, not two, not three, but four. Yes, play. because we all know before Friday chips, you have to heat the oil first. You can't just hoe in the chips in cold oil. You have to you have to heat it up first. You know, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. It is going to be very very exciting. You know why I love doing these podcasts? Because we have amazing experts and amazing guests to give us an amazing insight. Today is no exception. Today, uh, what a time to be alive. Sandwich, a handsome young man next to two beautiful and lovely women. I am lucky. We on, on the line we have our resident expert. She's a gynecologist, and she's just all things amazing. We have Dr. Zender on the line. Dr. Zender, welcome to Ujolo and Sex Podcast. Thank you, thank you so much. I'm excited, and thank you for having me. Let's start here. In my in my poetic days, right? <laughs> yes. I wrote a poem. Um, I'm not going to title the poem, so. I'm going to take two lines from the poem, and these, and, and, and if you listen very carefully, they will then gear towards where I want to go with this question. So the poem, the poem then was untitled, and it read as thus, we crawled before we could walk, we bit our tongues before we could talk. Now, where am I going with this is, Khumi started the conversation by saying that we start somewhere before we go somewhere. And foreplay essentially plays that role in terms of it's not just, it's not about the event. So it's about the pre-production, the ensuring that the mics are on, ensuring that everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. My question would then, then be, in a world where everything is time-bound, have we neglected foreplay because we are so rash to time? I need to do this by this particular time. I need to hit while the iron is hot. Have we neglected the art of foreplay or the importance of foreplay? Um, can I go ahead? Yes. Look, I, 
personally, I don't think, and just from the experience of, of what we see, foreplay is not necessarily something that has changed in the recent years because of time factor. Yes. It's actually always been a problem. And I think and I suspect when you look at the reading and the culture of sexual health, sexual pleasure, there has always been this idea that it is something um, that is unnecessary simply because the pleasure is mostly wanted by the woman from foreplay. Um, I often throw around the concept that, you know, men are a little bit like microwaves and women are like cold stoves. Yes. For a microwave, oh. you press a button and let go baby. Whereas a cold stove, if you've ever lived in the rural areas and had to use a cold stove, you need to give it time to warm up. So first of all, from the, woman, from the woman's perspective, one thing we are definitely seeing, and that's why we're talking about so much more, is that women are more and more confident, comfortable to ask for what they would like, how they would like it in bed, and are starting to insist on it. Um, from their partners to say, look, I need it first. I need this first before we can go there. Whereas before, back, you know, if you look 10, 20, 30 decades um, ago, there was always this pleasure or sexual pleasure is for a male. Mm. And if he doesn't need foreplay, then let's forego it and, you know, get on with it. Um, so I think that's where the concept of why are we talking about it so much now it's always been important, but I think women are, are finding more footing and more this voice to, to, to say that this is how, this is what we would like um, before we can get the flight going. Um, doctor, when you talk about women wanting for play, is it an emotional thing for women unlike men? Absolutely. There is a, there is a, Definitely an emotional part. Um, women tend to have and decide on whether this is a good idea or not in their heads first before physically uh, following through with the, the, the actual action of uh, sexual intercourse. So there definitely is an emotional thing. It's the bonding. It's the, um, some women want a lot of touching and caressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but also when you think of the clitoris in particular, that mm-hmm. is one particular um, organ that is designed specifically for the pleasure, for sexual pleasure. So, and uh, and again, I'll throw another one where I say it's not inside, it's on top. It's, it's men or it's partners. The Primora effect, yes. <laughs> so if they could understand that a lot of women are actually likely to have an orgasm or to come just from foreplay. And when I say foreplay, it's a huge spectrum. But like I said, specifically when it comes to the clitoris, you have so many more erotic parts, uh, and, uh, you know, in, in a woman's body, in a woman's part, uh, um, you know, from breast to skin to behind the neck to everybody's different. But there are so many touch points that cause arousal which then is that warming up it's like revving the car engine and warming it up so that by the time you get to penetration it is so much easier and quicker for her to actually have an orgasm doc powerful i mean let me ask you then this there's an article on uh on on, on our lifestyle uh, if you go www.dailysign.co.za forward slash lifestyle um there was an interesting piece on the 21st of January 
um, that was talking to exactly to what you were saying. And I actually took some notes from that. It says, uh, look, men lack sensuality. And the, the article then went on to then say that men focus a lot on, as you said and alluded to, the penetrative sex or the penetrative aspect of sex. Whereas with women, um, it's more of a sensual experience, the touching, the kissing, the hugging, the finessing, the caressing, and that sort of type of thing. Do you then think, doctor, in, 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 in your expertise, men lack um, a sexual education, if I may put it like that, or the, the, the concept of sex? Because we will always talk about how big or how massive penetrative sex is and ignore things like your oral sex and that sort of type of thing? Uh, I definitely think that is part of it. You know, I often say we have to talk about sex as couples, as you know, parents and children, but it, it, it takes, it's a process to, and, and also it's an, an, an uncomfortable conversation for, for, for years and years. So we need to understand that people don't necessarily find it easy to talk about these things. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Secondly, like you said, when it comes to the education, if they haven't learned it from anyone, if, if, if the knowledge has not been passed down from someone to the next generation, how would the boys know as well? Um, and so I often even warn the, the girls, we often think that men know so much about sex. Mm -hmm. They know maybe about what they like, but to my third point, it's also been the realization that men and women's bodies, as much as we are equal, we are built differently, we are wired differently, we like different things. If I had to say to you, please go get my bag from my house, that is a very vague instruction. And so as women, we have to learn our bodies so that we can sleep better. Um, and, and for men, from the perspective of a guy, it's important for you to understand that just because this is, I just, I'm a microwave kind of, you know, I just press and go, it doesn't necessarily mean that's what my lady wants. And even more so mm -hmm. for women, women are cyclical beings. That means women want different kind of sexual intercourse at different times of the cycle. Mm -hmm. So it's not complicated, it's not complex, it's just great communication, and being aware of yourself and the differences that the other person comes with and being accommodative to that. Yeah. Um, going back to what you said, um, you, you mentioned something about women knowing their bodies. A lot of yes. women are not comfortable with their sexuality. And Absolutely. therefore, it is hard for them to express to their partners what they like, what they don't like, what they want and what they don't want. How then would yeah. you advise somebody like that to express to their partner that I do not like it when you nibble on my nipples? It, you know, you do it a little too hard yeah. and it hurts, and and that sort of thing. How 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 do you go about approaching a situation like that and opening up that yeah. conversation? I think, yeah. Um, look, it's 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 going to be a journey for a lot of as women um, with all the other experiences, people have had other with a you know, negative experience. It's going to be a journey, but I think the first place to start with as a woman is learn your truth and stick by it. Because mm -hmm. every time you do something that you don't like, you are uncomfortable with, or doing something that you don't like and you say nothing, 
you are constantly betraying yourself. And I call that, if, if you don't call yourself out on, on those kind of things, um, it, it, it makes it so much more difficult to call someone else out. When, when I, and when I say call out, not in a disciplinary, but in a, in a respectful way, in a way that you understand your guys' relationship to communicate, I like this, I don't like that. Um, there is a great thing that we didn't grow up being taught a lot was to, you know, to stand up for ourselves, to speak up, mm. um, to articulate. You even find that we don't even have the language, the proper language to express those things. And, and sometimes when people try to have those conversations, they get out of hand, somebody gets offended, they yes. think you're not doing, you know, or you find people becoming aggressive and saying, where did you learn that from? Or who taught you that? Yeah. And you're just like, ah, you know. So there's a lot of unlearning as a society in terms of what does it really mean to appreciate one another, be respectful of one another in our differences. Because I think if you've got two partners who love each other, who respect each other, different as they are, if I say, that hurts, they're going to not do that. And I'm going to say, this mm-hmm. is nice. And um, they are already creating a safe space for me to keep opening up. And, and I think, um, men, this is something that you can do so well. Um, you create a safe space for your partner in such a way that they feel comfortable to talk about things without you, um, you know, flipping out or you feeling like it's all personalizing. Mm-hmm. And I think then with that, it means we need to empower and, and educate the guys as well. When a girl says it hurts, it's not an indictment on your manhood or on your technique or whatever. There could be so many different types of mm. and, and positions and, and just find the one that works for the both of you. Absolutely, Doc. Absolutely. Look, we we could we could foreplay this conversation from, from here till till tomorrow. We could foreplay this conversation from Absolutely. But, but but unfortunately unfortunately we are we are we're out of time. Doc, thank you so much for your insight and um, we hope that we're gonna be sharing some of these very important um, um, lessons as far as not, o- not only sex education goes, but also this talks to self-esteem, it talks to mm. confidence mm. and all these sort of things. Because oh, yeah. ultimately, sex is, is, is beyond a sport, but it's also an activity which both people equally must enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Thank Absolutely. you so much for your time, Doc. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, for you having Doctor. Me. Lovely. Thank you. Hope to chat soon. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Bye. Bye. Yes. Wow, um, powerful, 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 powerful from the dog. Again, it's not inside; it's on top. It's on top. It's not inside; it's on top. And yeah. I think, and I think, um, we must give credit to the publication Daily Sun. Um, especially, I advise people to when you have time, go to www.dailysun.co.za/lifestyle. We really write and talk to these particular conversations, and I think the underlying. Th- theme or the underlying lesson here is there are so many other human organs or human parts that we do not explore and and I think sex is the greatest privilege um, because it allows us to pun intended tap into oh yeah (laughs) tap into those particular parts of of, of the human body yeah but like you said um, for, for a lot of people and I'm sorry to say this 
for a lot of men, sex is just about getting in, getting out, literally. Yeah. You know, whereas for women, it's 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 a completely different experience, and I think it's only fair, especially from women. That you talk to your partner and you tell them what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. You know, if you don't like it when he nibbles your ear or sticks his tongue in your ear, girl, tell him. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Because ultimately, guys, if 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 this relationship or whatever it is that you guys are deeming it um, lasts, you guys are gonna be having lots and lots of sex. Yeah. And 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 I can can imagine that's where infidelity then comes in because yeah, yeah. you don't talk about it, you don't say you don't like this, so then mm. you outsource that which you're not getting from home. Exactly. So it is important that we really have these conversations. And it doesn't have to be um, it doesn't have to be offensive. It can be done as the doc says, very politely, very um, openly to say I don't, I don't like this, I don't like that. And it doesn't have to break people's self-esteem. Nobody in the history of the human race has ever fried eggs without heating up the pan first. Yes. Nobody. <laughs> I love that. So you must heat up the pan first, fellas. Chance, come on. Once it's nice and hot, then, then you can go in. Trust me, it's worth it. Whoa, trust me, it's worth it. And another thing with, which is worth, worth, worth investing in is our social media platforms, which I'm definitely sure that they're going to be buzzing after this very, very insightful conversation. Where can people interact with us? So me? They can find us at Daily Sun SA on Twitter yes. or Daily Sun on Facebook or alternatively on www.dailysun.co.za. Forward slash lifestyle, then you can be able to get episode 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and episode number one. Once again, a big thank you to you, big thank you to our doctor for being part and parcel of the show. Once again, once again, once again, once again, guys, we are in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, we've almost a year since we have last uh, recorded the yeah. first the first case that actually came into South Africa. Guys, we need to really be safe. We really need to be sanitizing. We really need to be social distancing. COVID is a real thing. And just because we're wearing masks does not mean that we have to stop wearing condoms. Guys, we want to, we want to block, um, if, 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 for lack of a better word, we want to vaccinate, if we can, both viruses. All of them. By all means necessary. Another yes. thing that we want to also then block is the thirst. And I'm not talking about that other thirst. I'm talking about the thirst where yeah. you need to consume water. Guys, it, the weather patterns are doing funny things. And again, also, it, the doctors have advised that to also then remedy COVID, we need to be consuming water. And I know how some of you are. You see this weather and you're thinking, tiki tiki bada bada. Wear a condom, please, please, please. Guys, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not safe. It really isn't not safe. But once again, a big thank you to you for joining in and be part and parcel of the show. Once again, we're hopeful that we're going to be doing this one same time, same place, same you, same me. From me, Mlungi Sibela, the most handsome, 31-year-old on this side of the equator. And me, Remy, the one without an intro or outro. It's love and light, guys. Be kind to one another. Sharp, sharp.